Good morning. This is Phil Canute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn futures finished the overnight session slightly higher, and soybean futures were lower. March corn was up a penny, settling at six dollars and three quarters. March soybeans were off three and a quarter cents, settling at thirteen eighty-one and a half. In the outside markets, as of seven forty-five a.m., the U.S. dollar index is off point zero five six, trading at ninety-five nine thirty-five. February crude oil is up 93 cents, trading at $79.16 a barrel. Precious metals are all higher. Industrial metals are higher except zinc. The electronic mini Dow Jones is up 31 points, trading at 35,983. Corn and soybean futures stayed within incredibly narrow trading ranges overnight, essentially treading water ahead of tomorrow's important report. Barring any major unforeseen earth-shattering news item today, it would be logical to, to expect futures to continue to hold at current levels, content to not make any bold moves ahead of tomorrow's data dump from USDA. Tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., USDA will release the January WASD report and the December 1st grain stocks report. Many in the trade argue that the January WASD and grain stocks reports are the most important government reports of the entire calendar year. USDA will finalize 2021 production, update demand estimates, adjust global production estimates, and reveal first quarter usage by publishing the December 1st grain stocks. In South America, the problem areas continue to be hot and dry this week, but extended forecast models call for rain in the 6-10 to day window. Will it be too little too late? How much impact has the dry weather had on yield thus far? Of course, we won't know that until the combines roll. In the meantime, though, it is expected that USDA will take a measured approach to lowering South American production estimates tomorrow, erring on the side of caution and making smaller adjustments than recent estimates from private analysts. In other news, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack at the American Farm Bureau Federation's convention yesterday was quoted saying that the U.S. will continue to press China for complete enforcement of the Phase One Agreement. So far, China is running $16 billion behind their Phase 1 commitment. In immediate response, overnight Reuters is reporting that China will maintain anti-dumping tariffs on U.S. DDGs. The back and forth between the two powerful codependent world powers continues. Yesterday, the fund sold 10,000 contracts of corn, sold 10,000 contracts of soybeans, and bought 2,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 348,355 contracts of corn, Net long 100,285 contracts of soybeans, and net short 28,710 contracts of wheat. From a chart perspective, March corn is clinging to the psychological $6 mark, closing a quarter of a penny below it yesterday. Below the important $6 level, further support lies at 596 and a quarter and 596, the lows from yesterday, yesterday and Thursday, respectively, followed by last Monday's low, 584 and three quarters, and then 582. Initial resistance is at 608 and 608 and a quarter, the highs from yesterday and Friday respectively, followed by last Tuesday's high, 611 and a quarter, and then the six and a half month high charted on December 28th, 617 and three quarters. March soybeans find initial support at 1380 and 1379, the lows from overnight and yesterday respectively, followed by 1370, Thursday's low, and then 1350. Initial resistance is at the psychological $14 level, followed by the seven-month high charted Friday, 14.15, and then a cluster of highs from 14.35 and a half to 14.36 and three quarters that were charted on June 8th through the 11th. Opening calls are steady to mixed. And with all of that, have a great Tuesday from your friends at River Valley Co-op.